Good morning. Morning, everyone. So we're going to start this morning, and um, I'm going to teach you a song that we're going to sing at the end of the service. So I'm going to teach you the song so that we can sing it together at the end. And the, the purpose of this song is to get us out of the hymnal and singing together in a joyous, loud, boisterous way to celebrate the important day that we're celebrating together today. So this is in the, this actually this hymn is in your hymnal, but we're not going to use the hymnal, which is why I'm teaching it to you before the service starts. So it has two parts. There's a low part and a high part. And I'm not going to break you up into sections. I'll just sing both of them for you and you can choose which one you'd like to sing. So we're going to start with the low part and John is going to help us out with that. I'll play the whole thing through once. Before I sing? Right. Okay, so John's going to play the whole thing through once. I didn't know you were going to go gonna right into it. Now we're going to teach the low part. So will you give us an entree So now this is, the, this is the low part. Here we go. part. Let's do, let's do that all together, everybody. We're going to sing the low part, and hopefully I'll remember the words this time. Okay. the low part and it goes through and we'll sing faith hope and joy all and that and then we'll go back to faith again so now we're going to sing the, the upper part Just... sing to the power of the faith within sing to the power of the faith within lift up your voice be not afraid sing to the power of the faith within to the power of the faith within That's it. I think we've got it. Thanks, guys.
Stryker. I am a senior in the senior high class. All right. Today is a little bit bittersweet because it will really be the last time that the seniors that are part of this community will be together all at one time. For the occasion, I took a few of the things that First Universalist Church has taught me and reworked them into a format that I think we all can connect to. It is entitled Everything I Need to Know. I learned at First Universalist Church. Or, as I like to call it, the unofficial valedictorian speech. (laughs) Read. Rehearse and revise what you write for service. Especially if you volunteered to do this right after your graduation, right after your all-night party, right after your friends' parties. Yeah. (laughs) Orange. Offer fair and kind treatment to all. This was one I couldn't change because... You know, I, this was the most valuable lesson I learned when I had to recite these things verbatim when I was younger to get that bead in second grade. <laughs> Yellow. Yak and yak. Get involved in things like the youth and adult committee and go to coffee with your acquaintances so you can yak. Like I said, this was written right after my graduation, right after my all-night party, right after all my friends' parties. Yes. Green. Grab opportunities. Give time. Go after the things that feel real to you because there will always be a group to support you. Blue. Believe in yourself and believe that there will be hot steaming egg rolls in the social hall the Sunday you come back to visit. Indigo. Insist on an extra hour to go out for coffee with your friends before going home. Insist on always taking time to spend with people. Violet. Value the connections you've made, especially the ones at this church. Thank you. And now, please rise and body your spirit to sing hymn number 34.
words for lighting the chalice. They're printed in your order of service. May this flame kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the glow of love, the fire of commitment, and the light of truth. Good morning. Alas, I am not Barry Johnson. I am Sue Shees. Barry, unfortunately, is homesick with pneumonia. So I'll be pinch-hitting for him both at this time and at the annual meeting. So put Barry on your good thoughts, positive energy, and prayer list, please. And welcome this morning to First Universalist Church of Minneapolis, a center of progressive religion in the Twin Cities since 1859. Uh, First Universalist is a church that holds high the flame of the liberal spirit. We covenant to affirm and promote a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. We are a welcoming congregation that seeks to be a spiritual home for people of free faith of every race, color, gender, economic circumstance, affectional or sexual orientation, age or national origin, physical or mental ability. Our mission is to spread the universalist message of love and hope through our actions as well as our words. In that spirit, we gather here this morning. If you are comfortable doing so, would those of you who are visiting us for the first time this morning please stand? Do we have any visitors this morning? Oh, wonderful. Welcome. We're honored that you're here. We're honored that you would take an hour out of your Sunday morning to be with us, and we know you are in for a big treat. This service is one of the highlights of the year every year when we hear what our youth have to say. So you're especially welcome this morning. Uh, For those of you who are here for the first time or have been here before but would like to be added to the newsletter list, please note the form on the back page of the order of service. If you will fill this out and place it in the offering plate a little later, we will add you to the mailing list and or send you whatever information you request. Now, visitors, normally at this point in the announcements, I would invite you to meet me after the service and I'd, an- I'd volunteer to answer your questions and give you a tour of the church and so forth. But because the annual meeting of the church follows this service directly, I won't, be, I won't be able to, and frankly, I hope no one else will be able to either because they'll all be in here for the meeting. But I do invite you to come back next week or virtually any other week where that tour and that opportunity to ask, ask questions is available. Now, members, at 11.15 this morning, we will convene the 150th annual meeting of the First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. And here we are at 150 years, the largest Universalist Church in the world. That's remarkable. So, with, yeah. Now, a couple of points of information. There are 800 and a few members of this church, and our bylaws require a quorum of 10%. So we need 85 people to stay, for 85 members to stay for the annual meeting, or we cannot conduct the business. And it's important business, like adopting the budget for next year and electing officers and new trustees and so forth. So please, the weather is cooperating this morning. You, as a master gardener, let me tell you, you should not be in your gardens today. You will compact the soil. It's too wet. Stay out. Come here instead. <laughs> now, facili- to facilitate your attendance at this meeting, uh, the, we will be doing the credentialing process much the way we did it uh, for the meeting on May 5th when we voted to call Justin Schroeder as our new minister. There will be a number of stations around here, so it'll go really fast. And to make it even more enticing to come, uh, a group of people will be providing coffee uh, already poured and just ready for you to pick up by the cup, generally in the area, the entrance from the elevators. So we're we're really trying to keep you here. And of course, uh, most intriguing of all, at the end of the meeting, we'll be drawing the uh, winning names for the raffle. So you gotta stay. You gotta stay. 
Okay, last but not least, please be sure to read the announcements in your order of service so you won't miss any of the other special information about upcoming programs and events. They are also available in the Cyber News, which is emailed every Monday if we have your email address, and on the church website, firstuniv.org. And now, if you would please rise as you are able and greet your neighbors, making a special attempt to say hello to someone you don't already know. Thank you. Welcome to First Universalist. What a lively crew. I've only got another one more time that I get to stand in front of you and, and savor this sight. You really are an amazing crew. Do you know that? You truly are. As I look at each of you and think of this moment when we talk about the cycle of life, what a perfect day. What a perfect day as these wonderful seniors will be speaking to us of what they've learned, where they are, who they are, in ways that so many of us wish that we had been able to do at that age. And the cycle continues. Within this community, may we always be a people who hold one another in our thoughts, in our words, in our deeds. May we remember those who are needing to be remembered by us. Barry, at home with a very sore chest. Mary Jerf, who had emergency surgery this week on Wednesday. She's at Fairview South, Southdale, and she's going to be there for several more days to send her prayers for a quick recovery. And let us remember what it is that we provide, not only for our children, but for all people in our embrace. My colleague, Bob Kaufman, wrote a wish for children, but it's my wish for all of us. We wish for you a storm or two that you may enjoy the calm. We wish for you tranquility in a time of trial. We wish for you a cool breeze on a warm day and pale white clouds that you may better appreciate the blueness of the sky. We wish for you darkness that you may see the stars an anticipation of high adventure, and we wish you courage to avoid battle. We wish you a sense of wonder and poetry and music and companionship that you may appreciate solitude. And we wish for you a friend who will understand you and understanding so that you may be a friend. We wish you may become all that you wish to be and more than you hope that you can be. We wish you a flower to smell, a hand to touch, a voice to cheer, and a heart to gladden. And we wish for you people to love as we love you. In the silence, let us think on these wishes and how we might help fulfill them for one another. Please remain seated for hymn number 123, Spirit of Life.
Sobo Nufu Semei, an African shaman, writes this about her traditional Daguerre village in Ghana. It is understood that children need a vehicle to carry them into adulthood, a process that will awaken their connection to a deeper sense of purpose and community. Children are prepared from birth to know and fulfill their place in this community. All adults of the village nurture them and foster their children's understanding of and connection to the spirit world. Adults and elders model the acceptance of the child's place in the community and the responsibility of living their purpose. The power and authority of adulthood is tempered by the individual's personal connection to the spirit. At First Universalist, we say that love is our spirit. In that spirit, we gather to celebrate two passages in the lives of our youth. First, we recognize the ninth grade coming-of-age graduates and their journey of spiritual development. On May 20th, the ninth graders and their families and their friends gathered in the sanctuary to hear each of the youth give an answer to the questions, What do you believe? Why do you believe it? And how do you act out those beliefs? It was a night many of us will remember for a long time. On that night, the youth chose seven of their peers to present their spiritual statements to you today. They represent a wide variety of beliefs and approaches to those guiding questions. Will all of the ninth graders who are here this morning please rise so that we can recognize you? In addition, we congratulate our 12th grade high school seniors who are making their transition into adulthood. Many of them have grown up in this church, created their own spiritual statements, traveled on a UU pilgrimage to Boston, created and executed their social justice project, The Talk, led the congregation and many a successful youth Sunday service, and shared their insight, warmth, and love with each other and the community. In the words of Somme, that wise African shaman, our youth deserve a life full of rituals and information to assist them in their transformation into adulthood and the probing of their purpose. It is for that purpose that we gather here today. My name is Emily Sylvester. I'm not a leader or a speaker, and my voice doesn't carry. I don't have a cause to fight for. Actually, I don't fight much at all. You could call that cowardly, but in a world torn apart by conflict, I think there's already quite enough quarreling and dominant people as it is. I am much more interested in healing and listening and nourishing. I want to give. The balance between giving and taking away is broken, and someone needs to mend it. This is what I feel called to do. Everyone has a place in the world. Great people could not be great without followers and people who do small but essential things in the background. I may not be someone who will be written about in books, but I understand some things. I understand how to soothe a child. I know the secret to the best gingerbread in the world. I always find the perfect gift. I would sacrifice anything to see the world healed. I am a scrape knee kisser, a tea brewer, a dream catcher weaver, a compromise maker. Loving and giving meld together for me, so here is my gift to you, because I love you. It is called, and it is a piece of music that I wrote called Ode to a Fairy Tale, and I will be accompanied by Sadie Haddo on the fiddle and Emmy Hasty on the clarinet. The offering will now be given and received. For the month of June, we'll be splitting the plate with Gay, Lesbian, Bisexual, Transgendered Host Home Program. Many of you are aware that a huge percentage of homeless youth, not only here but around the world, are 
gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgendered youth. And this is a program that provides safe lodging, hope, help, and health for them. Please give generously.
right, I'm uh, Daniel Holtzman. Right, uh, I believe if you look on the bright side of everything, you'll always be happier. If you go through life with a frown and are very pessimistic, you'll just be sad. I believe you need to show your emotions. If you hide your sad emotions, you'll never get over them. I believe your life is based on regret. If you want to do something not entirely stupid, you'll regret not doing it much less the time than you'd regret doing it. <laughs> Most kids are always waiting to grow up from the day they are born, waiting to be a fireman or to drive a car, but once you're older, you will wish you were still a kid. That's why I wish uh, you have to cherish every second. When you're bored, it's not that you have nothing to do, it's that you don't believe there's anything to do, but there always is. I believe in heaven. I don't believe in the heaven most people think of. I do not believe in a place uh, with clouds and angels where you live uh, happily with all your relatives. No. I believe that when you're in heaven, you're dead in your coffin. Yes, you may not have joy and happiness, but you also don't have sadness and anger. I believe when you're dead, you are truly at peace for the first time ever for you. Uh, once in a while, I help at a place that gives meals to the homeless people. Oh. One day, I was there and I saw two little boys. They were just regular kids with their mom. The younger boy looked at me with a sad face. and He just seemed to show this expression of why. Why are you a kid helping me get dinner? Why aren't we switched around? These kids weren't poor because they do drugs or made mistakes or any worse than any other children. They were poor because they were born poor. They did not make any bad choices to be here like some of the others. They were here because they had to be. Me, most of you, and others across the world were born with money, with caring parents, and were born with things they need. This is why I believe life isn't fair. Everyone must live with the cards they're dealt. Your life just depends on how you play your cards. Poor can be happy and rich can be sad. Your feeling and how you enjoy life is not depicted by how much money you have or how much stuff you own or said in Fight Club, you are not your khakis. Uh, what you have affects your life, but your life is really depicted by who you are. Your thoughts, your emotions, and what you believe. And that's what I believe. I'm Emma Gertsch and I have a tendency to ramble, especially about things I care about. My mind wants to say more than my mouth can process, and so when people ask me what Unitarian Universalism is, I often have to tell them to look it up on Wikipedia or something. <laughs> However, a Wikipedia article will not help me tell my congregation what I believe, what my ideas are, and how I have decided to live my life. So I try to organize my thoughts. My first question going into coming of age was, what is Unitarian Universalism? Well, how I interpreted the answer to this question is that Unitarian Universalism is a religion of the gray area between extremes where many religions can run together and intertwine and combine. A Unitarian Universalist can place themselves anywhere on this spectrum and still be accepted. This great acceptance of the gray area is a rare treasure to find in the world today. My second question was, how does this apply to me? Where does spirituality come from for me? After all, the purpose of the class is to develop one's own ideas and beliefs. While my spirituality does not come from any spirit, deity, or force of nature that I feel I should devote my life to in return to, for happiness after death, I am a humanist. I find peace, happiness, and my spirituality in the here and now, the people I meet, the information I absorb, and the way I use it in my own life. I believe that religion or spirituality comes from listening carefully and learning about as many ideas and points of view as possible in order to apply it to yourself and build your beliefs, your life, and yourself from what is happening now. Because why spend now worrying about the heavens when there's so much to learn here on earth? Now um, I have a video that me and some close friends put together about how I create my values and spirituality from things I take from my life and the world around me. Hi, I'm Emmy Hasty. I have always considered myself a deeply spiritual person. See, when I was little, instead of going through the princess phase, I went through my Greek mythology phase. <laughs> All the gods and goddesses that the ancient Greeks had come up with to explain their relationships in nature fascinated me. 
After reading the Da Vinci Code in sixth grade, I strongly rejected the idea of modern Christianity. But as I've grown up a little more, I've realized that it's not Christianity that I dislike, but religious fundamentalism in any form. My spirituality is influenced by many religions. Last year in social studies, when we learned about Confucius, I decided that I was going to be a Taoist. After going to my first solstice celebration, I was sure that I was a pagan at heart. When I went to the Neighboring Faiths program, I loved learning about all the different religions that people practice. I love it that I've grown up in a religious community that allows me the freedom to be somewhat of an atheist one day and a pagan the next. But the thing is, I can't seem to be content labeling myself as just one religion, even as a Unitarian Universalist. I'm just me, and my spirituality is somewhat of a collage made up of all these things. So you're probably wondering what I do believe. Well, as you might have expected, I don't know exactly. What I do know is that I believe that the universe is a paradox made up of opposites, good and evil, dark and light, right and wrong, yin and yang, but neither can exist without the other. Together they make up one, a whole. I see my spirituality in the paintings by Frida Kahlo and Salvador Dali, through the writings of Robert Burns, Natalie Goldberg, and J.D. Salinger, through the music of the Indigo Girls, Joni Mitchell, and Bob Dylan. What I do know is that I find my spirituality through the things that I love. For me, that is art. I agree with Jesus' theory that God is within you. I think that each of our souls is a puzzle piece, a tiny part of this mysterious, enormous, beautiful, controversial spirit, force, person, or thing that we like to call God. We are a collage, bits and pieces put together to create a semblance of a whole, within you and without you. If God is the creator, and I believe that God is within each of us, then I suppose what I believe is that the desire to create is within each of us too. I think that God is art, really, and so each of us are artists in our own way. That is what sets us apart from everything else, our desire to create. It is what drives us forward as the human race. So what do I do? I have painted and drawn pictures since before I can remember. I may not be very good, but I'm trying to teach myself to play guitar, and I played clarinet for four years. I write poems sometimes, sometimes just thoughts, sometimes prayers, sometimes songs, sometimes essays for English class. I run cross-country and track, and I like to think of that as sort of a meditative practice. I read, I think, I laugh, I create. So I didn't really know what to do for my spiritual statement. I thought about making a collage, painting a picture, writing a song, and really I was quite unsure about what I was going to do. So I said to myself in the beginning, if worst comes to worst, I'll just play a Bob Dylan song. And really I think I knew all along that that was what I wanted to do. I was lucky enough to go to Dylan's concert on election night at Northrop Auditorium this November, and, I was, and it was definitely an incredibly spiritual experience. The song that I played for my spiritual statement is about nature, the nature of all that is spiritual, the nature we know as the great outdoors, and the nature of humanity. I won't be playing my song this morning, but my message remains the same. Always to remember, the answer is blowing in the wind. Hi, um, I'm Wyatt, and I'm doing the ABCs of what I believe. I believe in aliens. I believe in biking everywhere I can. I believe in creativity. I believe in democracy. I believe in Earth. I believe in friends. I believe in the great outdoors. I believe in being healthy. I believe in individualism. I believe in justice for all, and I believe in kayaking. I believe in laughter. I believe in music. I believe in nothingness. I believe in being optimistic. I believe in peace. I believe in questioning authority. I believe in religion. I believe in self-evaluation. I believe in taking action on ideas. I believe in universal freedom. I believe in veracity. I believe in wilderness experiences, and I believe in unxenophobia. I believe in Yeti. I believe in zero. We, here in this room, are trying something impossible. But as humans, we must try the impossible. I must try and explain what I believe. And I must explain it using words. Words are not only a tool that can set a mind free, but at times they communicate so little of what we know. And by the nature of what I'm trying to explain, it becomes more difficult. As anyone will agree, spirituality is intangible holding no form you can see, feel, or touch. I believe that to try and mold it is to restrict it, 
to try and to try and derive all your beliefs from a single philosophy, to search for it in any single book, seems to follow me. But do what you will. The life we live now, how most of the world lives life now, is a life of relative repetition. That is why we must try so hard to find ourselves. Few events test us in how we would really react to drastic moral decisions. Would you act as you say you would act? We must step away from routine life. What in our life do we have that is unexpected? We know that things will remain stagnant, unchanging, for at least a week, probably more. So what do we learn of ourselves but how to live in the same comfort day after day? We need a bit more uncertainty, something that we will learn from. I need to ramble off to a life that's unfamiliar, life that's subject to nature's swift, less predictable changes. For myself, this is to push forward, away from city or house, with only what's in the canoe to sustain me and my group. I must wander forth in the proverbial dark places on the map, go where we thought our world would end, and prove that there is more. More beyond what anyone living in this repetitious life could know. To walk forward with what, only what's on your back, and live. Live and learn. I have explained, through words, all that I can say for now. For words only, hold only what meaning you give them. Using only what you see in a dictionary is no true means of communication. For me, the true way to speak is through art. So now, I will give you a song, and I hope it will give what I want to give. Thanks to the coming of agers. Good work. We've heard how some of them express their spirituality, and my hope 
is that their insight inspires us all in our search for truth and meaning. And now I'd like to invite Eliza Talon to read her poem. She's one of a beloved group of graduating seniors who we honor today as they transition into adulthood. Okay, so I had a poem written like two days ago, and last night I reread it, and I didn't like it. So <laughs> I rewrote this early this morning. So I think it's better, but bear with me on this one. Um, I was baptized here. I grew up here. I made lifelong friends here, I hope. I grew up as a human being. Um, wait a second. Is there another sheet down there? Because <laughs> I recopied it, and this is the wrong sheet. Dang it. I'll go with this. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I learned to recite the rainbow path, and then I learned how to live it here. I, uh, I found my love for social justice here. I found how the world was unfair here. I learned about SEX here. I learned about my beliefs here. I learned how to be different here, and that being different was okay. Um, and above all, I learned how to love. Here I stand, much smarter, much clearer about what I believe, but just as curious. Um, I must leave this safe haven, where it's okay to say God doesn't exist and have a civilized conversation, meaning no one jumps on each other like gorillas. Um, and go into this world much bigger than this congregation. Because of what I've learned here, I will go on and speak for what I believe, challenge my ideas, re-question my beliefs probably many times, but the one thing that I will carry with me is the gift that was given to me here, um, real love and deep friendship. I leave you with my love and plan to take a little bit of yours with me on my next journey. Um, would all of the graduating seniors present today join me on the chancel and say your name into the microphone? Um, please save your applause until the end. Maggie Hughes-Morrison. Amelia Nybach. Leo Alberti. Taylor Mork. Jenny Alberti. Eric Larson. Marley Liebrich-Stryker. Caitlin Conan. Madison Dunnitz. Gus Bishop. Eric Peterson. Hayden Richards. So now, please rise in body or spirit for our group song. The order is at the bottom of your order of service. Faith, hope, and joy. So we're going to sing faith, hope, and joy, and then we're going to go back to faith. John is going to play the whole thing through one time. Heidi will start right in on the low part, and then I will join her on the high part. So just... Pick whatever one fits for you the best. Now let us sing, sing to the power sing, of the sing, faith within. Now let us sing, sing to the power sing, of the faith within. Sing. Lift up your Sing to the power of the hope within. Sing to the power of the hope within. Lift up your voice, be not afraid. Sing to the power of the hope within. Now let us sing. Sing to the power of the joy within. Sing to the power of the joy within. Lift up your voice, be not afraid. Sing to the power of the faith within. Sing to the power of the faith within. Lift up your voice, be not afraid. Sing to the power of the faith within. Please remain standing. 
Please remain standing with, with hearts um, full of gratitude for each of our youth and for each one here. Let's join hands for the benediction and for our song of blessing. May the power of the faith and the hope and the joy and the song and the togetherness be with us to guide us as we go our ways in peace.